Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Stay Curious, a podcast where we want to create diversity in thought without also creating division in community. I am your co-host, Matt Fisher. I'm the care pastor here at Hill City, where we are recording this episode, and I'm here with my co-host, pastor of Hill City, John Wagler. Wags, what's going on, man? So much these days. Christmas around the corner. Thanksgiving. Even Christmas was not what I thought you were going to lead with. <laughs> I know. Well, we just got out of a creative meeting for it. So, oh, okay. um, so much going on, like Christmas <laughs> or the apocalypse. Well, it's like, yeah, I mean, like, it's like everything's coming faster than we realize. Yeah. You know, it's like it, we're almost in November. Yeah. We're very close. And so anyway. Yeah. yeah. Time flies when you're having fun. It also flies when society is collapsing around <laughs> yeah. us. Um, cool. Well, um, so we're back from, um, all the experts. <laughs> we're back to just you and I talking about stuff we don't really know about. Um, so yeah, we're back from influencers weekend. Um, thanks to everybody who attended that. Yeah. Um, thanks to our guests, um, who, uh, both spoke at the conference and then took time to talk with us in the podcast studio. Um, and if you have any feedback or questions, um, or comments or concerns about stuff that you heard from our most recent guests, you can email them to stay curious at hillcityrva.com. Um, today, we are going <laughs> to... It feels like anything we tried to talk about that wasn't... Kind of <laughs> like when Corona first hit, it's like, what else are we going to talk about? <laughs> yeah. Now the election is... What is it? Like 20 days away? No. Not even, right? Yeah, less it's like that. less than 20 days away. Yeah. Um, so it kind of feels like an elephant in the room to try to podcast about something else at mm-hmm. this point. So we are going to... Um, over the next few episodes, just kind of continue to talk about like where our country's at um, politically, socially, and um, you know, just different perspectives on that. We're going to have try to have some more guests on to kind of talk about their perspectives. And yeah, so if you're sick of that kind of content, you're <laughs> just going to have to bear with us at least until the 14th. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think like when we, yeah, we talked about, hey, should we talk about prayer and meditation right. <laughs> should we talk about i don't remember what the other thing we. i would so much rather the, talk yeah, about meditation did, quite or talk, we get, like the social dilemma stuff mm-hmm. but you know I, yeah i mean i think there's so much to be talked about now um in different ways and even as we approach the election um not just our own heart and mindset but like even the day after so november 4th it's like you know the day after no matter who wins like no one really wins right i mean like in its total, like it's not mm-hmm. like whoever wins, the, our ills aren't cured. <laughs> sure, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. that's what I mean. So yeah. like there's, so I mean there's like a lot of work to do. There's a lot of like things in particular, and that's what you know. I feel like what God's placed on my heart for our church and our community, mm-hmm. um, for, in this Jesus for President series, as well as some things I'm thinking through going through November to mm-hmm. like through Christmas and even at the start of the year is really going to be centered around like countercultural things and mm-hmm. like, what does that look like to live out as a witness? And so, um, I, th- cause I think that's, if there's anything that's happening right now in the midst of all of this stuff, it's like, man, we've really got to figure out how to get separated, like from the identity markers of like, you're a Christian. So you do this with this political party, mm-hmm. you know? And so we got to get away from that. Yeah. So to, uh, quickly sort of overview what we're going to talk about today we're we're going to break two of our own internal rules the first one is we try not to make stay curious 
geared directly toward like people people in our community. We sure. know a lot of folks at Hill City listen to the podcast, but we know a lot of folks outside of mm-hmm. um, Hill City and Richmond, you know, listen to the podcast. Um, but so today we're going to sort of expound on this Jesus for President series that we're in the midst of. You can go to hillcityrva.com to see there's we're two sermons and as mm-hmm. of the recording of this. Um, cuz again, um, not necessarily because we want to pander to our audience, but because we just, yeah, think it has wider implications for yeah. you, no matter where you're at, whether you go to our church, don't go to our church, don't go to a church at all. Um, we just kind of feel like this is an important conversation. Um, the second rule we're going to break is we try to never do straw man uh, <laughs> arguments here where we like set up a dummy and burn him. Um, so uh, I'm not going to do straw man. <laughs> I'm going to do what I like to call wax figure. So it's much more realistic, but still ultimately a dummy that I'm setting up. Right. I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate with John today um, about this series, Jesus for President, this concept yeah. of Jesus for yeah, President. Yeah. Um, because I know when we have series like this or even for again those of you out there who are not part of our community there's whether you're on twitter whether you're reading gospel coalition or or christianity today or whether you're not part of any sort of like faith culture and you're just in the world right now um there is a lot of talk about what is the role of faith and evangelicalism and all of this stuff in this election Mm -hmm. is trump leveraging it is biden really a good catholic is like I feel like you don't have to have any faith to yeah. like know that this is especially now part of the conversation. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is really only have two questions um, written down, one from what I perceive to be sort of each side. Mm-hmm. And again, if you've listened to the um, podcast at all, you know that like probably neither of these totally reflect me. So I'm kind of, again, playing the wax figurine, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the wax museum uh, candidate. Um, You're advocating for the devil. I'm advocating for <laughs> Satan, <laughs> which is something I've been accused of on several occasions based on our Halloween decorations. Um, so first, um, John, you've sort of uh, overviewed what Jesus for President, this this like sermon series that we're going through, is and what you mean it to communicate. Mm-hmm. Really quickly again, just try to give me the elevator pitch for somebody who's never been to our church, maybe who's never read... Uh, Shane Claiborne's book, Jesus for sure, President, yeah. or seen your sermons from four years ago when we did this last <laughs> time. What is like your intent for these messages that you've titled Jesus for President? Yeah, the the simplest way for me to describe it um, without getting into the weeds of how it all came about is I believe that the Bible teaches a very large separation between what it means to build God's kingdom Versus what it means to build the empire, any empire, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's America or you name an empire. Um, and so that there are very extensive and very specific teachings around that and calls that. So how Christians are supposed to engage not only politics, but there's also supposed to be a, a, a line drawn, basically. And so to make Jesus for president means we are having him as our sole focus and we're fixing our eyes on him and what that means and how we engage politics. And that essentially I said this last week that what Jesus has to offer is outside of culture, like outside it's not in the middle. It's like outside of what like the right and left offer. So, okay. Um, so my first question is kind of a softball, but I want to um, clarify for folks that are listening. When we talk about politics and how our faith plays a role, mm-hmm. I think we automatically go to 
federal politics. So who am I voting for for president? Um, we see a, a real lack of like engagement in yeah. city stuff like city council, even mayoral mayoral races and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so for you, when you're talking about um, stuff like left and right, Democrat, Republican, how you vote with how you believe or whatever. Um, are you in your head really writing these messages and thinking about this mostly from the like presidential level mm-hmm. um, or as part of your message like I I want us to start thinking about all of this stuff di- yeah it's twofold one one is the narrative on the presidential level because I think that is truly where I believe Christians are sacrificing their witness for Christ on both sides okay the secondary part, I wouldn't say it's secondary. It's the other part to this is I'm trying to provoke our community of what it means for us to be the kind of community community for Richmond mm. that engages on a local level mm. to really be the light. It, so like you wouldn't know what's nice about local politics, like the mayoral race, like we don't necessarily know who's Democrat. You don't always know who's a Democrat or Republican, right? Like, right. which is always like a nice thing. Mm-hmm. And and so I, I'm, I'm trying to provoke us as a community to be like, all right, locally, what are we going to do to be in, to be a body politic, mm-hmm. you know, that does it transcends. It doesn't matter, you know, right or left. Mm-hmm. But I think the narrative on a federal level yeah. is very right and left. And I think in that context, what I'm trying to provoke our community to do is like, hey, like we Christianity has sacrificed the witness here, hmm. because like if you view if you um talk to people who are outside of Christianity or people who have been like, I've walked away from the church because of how people like are just going to one side or the other, whatever. And I'm like, that's, that should never happen. Like that just shouldn't happen, you know? And so when we're actually following Jesus, so I'm trying to provoke on the narrative side there and then push on the activity side locally. Okay. That makes sense. So kind of stemming off of that, you're really good at bringing a sort of balance um, to uh, like, look, this stuff is happening on both sides of the aisle and mm-hmm. we all know it. Um, and I'm always, <laughs> even in our private conversations, I'm always like prodding you like, isn't that a false equivalency? Aren't you? <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, but one question I have like kind of off of that is, and this is my question. Sorry, this isn't a straw man. We haven't gotten that. <laughs> um, my question is like, um, so uh, my wife and I were driving to Florida to see my parents and anybody who's ever made the like long trip down 95, it's a real billboard situation, <laughs> which that exists in our country in a lot of different places. Yeah. But um, uh, I, I have to call 855 for truth because I really <laughs> want to know what's I on the, the other end of it. <laughs> we should do it live as a like episode. Um, and I saw several billboards that simply said, uh, Jenny, take a picture of one that simply said, the only thing that can save this country are God and President Trump. Yeah, Those are giant billboards that somebody yeah, paid yeah. for. Now you just don't see that on the other side. Not that there's not that everything's great on the other side. Sure, yeah. Um, but this sort of like um, this marriage of these concepts of God and Trump or the church and Trump or or, or the GOP really in general. Um, although I don't re- maybe these are false memories. I don't remember seeing that kind of stuff with like with George Bush necess- or, or yeah. um, kind of couldn't do it with Mitt Romney because he was, was part of yeah part yeah. of a, a smaller sect. Um, but what what is your take on that as you try to like as a pastor and like as just like a sort of center thinker mm-hmm. um, and you try to bring balance like 
what are your thoughts around this idea that, yes, there's problems with both sides, and yes, it's problematic for Christians to put too much into either side, but as the larger capital T, capital C church, mm-hmm. there is there are these, like, there's this element of somebody took out money, <laughs> took money and, like, yeah. purchased billboard space to say God and Trump. Yeah. So I, I would say, you know, those God and Trump, billboards are probably coming from white evangelicals. Okay. So I think when you're looking at capital T, capital C, the church, yeah. um, white evangelicals are a segment of it. It is not the whole entity of Christianity. Mm-hmm. And so when you get to the whole entity of Christianity, the percentages actually shift, mm-hmm. you know, and, and you and I have talked about this too, like even the narrative statistically about X amount of percentage vote for whatever mm-hmm. I would I would love to sit with some of those people and be like, all right, let's talk faith. Right. And like, see if this is real or not Mm -hmm. yet. You're labeling yourself a Christian. So I think even some of that stuff is like hard, but I would just say there from the white evangelical world. um, And this is, I would say a very large problem, honestly, is the way it has married itself to the Republican party. And, um, and because it's, I, I believe that they're sacrificing their witness to non-believers mm-hmm. um, in a lot of different ways. Because, for instance, you take someone like Donald Trump, and I'm just going just as a person, not as like policy. Mm-hmm. When you're supporting some someone like him, who he literally represents nothing of Christianity. Like I, I don't care if someone votes for him, like policy-wise, because like I understand that that they feel like that's the best way to go. But if we're just going about like the way he talks about women, the way he talks about immigrants, the way he has said things about disabled folks, the way he um, mocks Christians like behind their backs, like that that has been like he said, like Ben Sass, you know, from Nebraska, who just came out as like y'all don't even know what he's doing behind behind their back. Now I also have kind of insider information Mm -hmm. because I know someone who's been in the room with him Mm -hmm. who um, would say like he's actually not a good person (laughs) and like and has mocked Christians um, incessantly behind their backs and even the faith in general and so like so there's that part so when someone who's not a believer looks at a white evangelical who's like all in on someone like this as a person Mm. like then it kind of you're sacrificing like you so if you're white evangelical who who's like as a person now if you're talking again i'm not talking policy if you're just talking like no i'm voting for trump like he he's like draining the swamp and he's Mm -hmm. doing but like in not recognizing the carnage that's also happening of relationships and people and everything you're sacrificing you you no longer have any validity to say um, moral character matters in a leader Mm. And so I think that's so. So the peace of God and Trump is like more white evangelical because but there's a lot of other segments of Christianity that aren't, Mm -hmm. you know, Republican or don't typically vote that way, Um, let alone, you know, you talk about the black, you know, church. Mm -hmm. And so the black community, they are typically way more orthodox Christianity. They're way more conservative theologically. Mm -hmm. And um, but there's a reason they typically vote Democrat. Mm -hmm. And um, but like so anyway, so when we look at how do Christians vote? It, it's, I think it's way more mixed. And so those signs, that's why I can't like those signs. When I see something like that, I'm like, that is such a poor representation of Christianity. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like, it is a horrendous, like, like Jesus teaches against that. Paul teaches against that. Like that, like there, no one. And I mean, no Christian would ever been like, we want Nero and God, mm-hmm. you know, like they're, they're just, it's not a thing. And so, um, I think it's a, a horrendous representation of Christianity in that way. Mm-hmm. Now, 
if someone who's listening is going to vote for Trump because they think of his policies around taxes or immigration or I, I don't know, whatever, you know, um, abortion or whatever. Like, I understand that part of it. And I'm not saying they're not Christian. I'm not even saying that like, they're doing a poor job representing Christianity. It's just as a person and as a leader, um, I think you got to take into consideration that part of it, at least to be able to say to someone who's like, how in the world could you vote for this man to understand that what you support also kind of hinges or, or is a reflection of your own faith too. Um, I would say this part of the reason that we don't see it on the left as much quote unquote left, mm-hmm. you know, federally is um, God's not that p- much like it's not God's not that much of a big deal in the democratic party, mm-hmm. like in terms of their language at all. Mm-hmm. Like matter of fact, there are a lot of times where it's like vacant of it mm-hmm. and and honestly, there's also a piece of it, too. Like when you look at um, like it's typically from the more liberal side of the left that they're trying to like dismantle Christian thought and Christian, in, you know, influence. And, um, you know, we're seeing that or did see that a little bit in the Supreme Court hearings, you know, around faith. And even like Kamala Harris, like she's a she says she's a person of faith. But yet a lot of things that she would even ask, you know, in some of the like kind of about faith so it's like this little dichotomy that's missing now i know you know joe biden everyone that ever talks to him talks about how serious he is about his faith and uh, you know in catholicism and i believe he's a believer i mean that's what it seems to indicate from people's you know experiences with him but i would say as a platform and as like policy and what we see in more liberal areas like i mean there are some cases where you could argue like god's removed from the left Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I'm not saying that for anyone who votes different, sure. but just like as a general mm-hmm. platform. Yeah. Um, so if somebody were to come to you and say, you know, John, I totally I agree with what you're saying. Like, I don't like the way that Trump acts either. I know, you know, some of the stuff he says is brash, mm-hmm. but, you know, he's really just being truthful. Like they all act that way behind closed doors. So I just like that he's at least who he really is. And, you know, God um, has used flawed people to do his work, you know, throughout the Bible. Like David wasn't that great of a dude. Um, yeah, like uh, Cyrus, you know, like Isaiah had nice things to say about Cyrus the Great because Cyrus let the Jews do what they wanted, you know, do what they needed to do to, to maintain their culture. And like in the same way, you know, Trump... Uh, I don't agree, you know, with his attitude a lot of the time or his Twitter, but like he he's protecting religious liberties. He's he is um, protecting the unborn, um, which is just super important to me. Um, And and, you know, besides all that, we know from just history, like Cold War, um, post-World War Two, that socialism leads to communism. and, And like that has traditionally shown that you know, the church is going to be kind of snuffed out like it is in, in China or, or like we've seen in the former Soviet Union. Um, so, you know, I still think that Trump is just God's guy, even though he, I know, doesn't act a certain way um, for these, you know, for these reasons. Um, and I think that not only do I think that, but I think that a vote against him is really a vote for these things. Like you're basically voting for the church being crushed um, you know, the unborn being being killed mm-hmm. um, and, and also for for like taxes, like guys like guys like me and, and like other folks I know, the less taxes we pay, like we, you know, you see my giving statements <laughs> like 
you know, we have more to give sure. and more more to help out people with. So, you know, I just don't um, think that it's cool that like you just leave it open. I really think that it's our duty to um, sort of support him, even though he's not perfect. Like, what do you? How was your response to that? Yeah, I mean, I think so. There would be a part of me that would say, yeah, I mean, I think you've got some ground to stand on on some of those things that where certain things could lead. I think that person who would come from that perspective would also have to weigh um, the value of life, meaning, you know, how um, how President Trump talks about, you know, anyone come from another country, how he talks about people in general, like even like, you know, calling Kamala Harris a a monster. Like there there are things that um, culture matters from leaders. And so culture um you know, we say here, like, culture trumps vision. You, know, you can have the greatest vision of what could happen, but if your culture stinks, then it's never going to happen. And so I think what you have to begin to weigh is, like, as a believer, like, what are we ushering in as a culture for a country? And what are we elevating as a culture for a country? And policy-wise, like, we had four years, like, if they're like, well, I don't like the way he says things. I wish he would just get off Twitter. Or I'm, I'm, like, at least he's honest. I'm like, yeah, but you had four years like there are a lot of Republicans that have the same policies. Mm-hmm. So it's like if it's just a policy thing, then no one should have ever voted for him as a person, how he handles himself. Mm-hmm. Like, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So there are plenty of other people he could have voted for, mm-hmm. like in the midst of that. And so I just think when someone's coming at it from that angle, I do think that there is some credibility to what they're saying. Like, I really do. Like, I think there's some credibility around the topic of babies right like that's there's a there's a lot there i think religious liberty is a thing like that is something that um absolutely is there's an element that's on the line with some of this stuff and so uh yeah i mean i think that's a real thing i think taking a look at what happens with socialism yep that's a real thing though i would say that there's a lot of steps to get to that part but yeah, that's those are all real things. So I would never belittle any of those things because I do think there's some credibility there. But I think you also have to weigh as a Christian of like, what is discipling us more in the midst of this? Because um, if if him losing, let's say, meant the Christian narrative actually took a leap forward in the right way, then that's a win for God's kingdom. Because if God's people respond in the right way, then does policy matter? Absolutely. However, like God's people living out the way that they should can overcome some things that are evil or not right. I mean, like that's church history. Mm-hmm. And so so I think sometimes what ends up happening is I think we rest too much on a policy as Christians. So so the policies matter. I, I fully agree, but we rest too much on that. So like I think when you begin to like start thinking through a little bit of like, I got a way, this isn't like a clean, it's, it's not clean. And, and listen, like the, the idea that at least he is who he is and he's truthful or whatever. I'm kind of like, I mean, come on, he's a politician. You know I mean? Like, no, I don't know of anyone that's ever been around him that ever utters the word. He's truthful other than his family, mm-hmm. you know, but. Well, maybe the so this is me talking again. Maybe the issue is that he's not a politician. I've heard a lot lately. No, yeah, like know, the problem is he's not a politician, and and that's also like what attracted people to him. Sure. But now we're kind of learning what is the consequence of, like we know we don't like 
um, you know, a wolf in sheep's clothing for yeah. sure, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, we're kind of finding out what are the consequences of the leader of the free world not having a certain amount of decorum. Yeah. Um, which you could say, well, you say decorum, I say fakeness. Yeah. But it's kind of like, yeah, yeah but I no, it's, I think like, you know, if we actually believe when Jesus, when he says, you know, what comes out of our mouths is actually what's in our hearts. Mm-hmm. Like, so there are things just for us as Christians that we're like, if we believe what Jesus is teaching, then we are getting a read on what his heart is. So if, if his heart is his Twitter, mm-hmm. then we've got to then assume that like, okay, we should be pretty scared about what he might do for his own good, mm-hmm. you know, or what he just wants to do as mm-hmm. a person and that he doesn't actually care about all of us. Mm-hmm. You know, like that's not a thing. And so, but again, like I, I don't begrudge, honestly, for me personally, I don't begrudge someone voting Republican though, from a policy standpoint in terms of like feeling like, I just feel like this is the best for us mm-hmm. as a country. And I get that part. Yeah. So um, somebody else, maybe on the other side, um, is hearing your sermon and, and comes to you and says, like, look, John, um, I really appreciate this open conversation and, you know, Jesus for president, this idea of Jesus for president, like it doesn't matter who you vote for. Jesus is our Lord is like a really nice kumbaya idea. But and, and like, look, I don't think Joe Biden is is the best, you know, and, and I wish abortion was was legal, safe and rare um, and, and would love to see less of it. Um, and, and again, like, I, you know, I think that at some point people in power are just, you know, not to be worshipped. And, and, and I don't think Joe Biden is perfect. But, um, you know, from kids in cages to um, not agreeing to a peaceful transfer of power to the rise of like white supremacy with like the attempted kidnapping of a governor like this is fascism. And so to not openly with the power that you have and influence that you have as a pastor, not openly say, look, um, a vote for Trump or a third party candidate, any vote that takes away a vote for Joe Biden, though he's not perfect, is basically a vote for impending fascism. Mm -hmm. Um, And it is, I mean, if you read Bonhoeffer, right, like it is our job to not find ourselves in that, in that impossible situation that he found himself in. So, you know, I, I just would love to hear what you have to say about um, sort of those feelings. Yeah, so I would say it is valid and we should be scared at the fact that white supremacists and white nationalists in our country feel empowered in this administration. Like that is a very real thing and honestly a very real reason to vote against him mm-hmm. when you see some of the most hateful people like in support and feeling, you know, empowered by all of this um i would also say though but you've got to take in um what you're what you're supporting and what you're voting for if you're going on the other side too because in the same way you might say hey this is a step towards fascism like we can also argue pretty easily to say like well look what some of the left the more liberal states or the more liberal cities you know 20 years ago we'll just take california when reagan was governor you know there it's longer than 20 years ago, but like there, <laughs> um, but when he was governor there, like who he was as a governor would now be considered probably a moderate Republican or mo- maybe moderate, maybe. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, or like left leaning Republican or something like that. Right. But what, during that time period, they were taking these little steps towards things. And now look where California is. It's like unbelievably like left of everything. And like Christianity, if you kind of go through, 
like what's happening there and and the way that they're trying to come against Christianity and some of the things that have happened around you know even the topics of sexuality and some different things and what's in, in some cases being forced on in public schools and and some different elements there that have gone like from a Christian standpoint like way too far and then even when you look at some of the states even our own Virginia where um you know, a vote for like with abortion law has gotten to a point even in our own state that it's like, it's just too far. Mm-hmm. Like even, even if you believe it should be rare and like, it's just like saving the life of the mother and like some, like mm-hmm. you're like, man, I just, I don't want any abortions to happen, but it's just like, it's, it's like, it should be legal, but like safe and rare. It's just like, I don't ever want to see one, but I just, I like, when you look at Virginia, you're like, you know what? that used to be Democrats party, like party line was legal, safe. And, rare. and now it's just like, you've got people celebrating abortions. You've got, um, you know, that some of the laws are in place right now in our own state. It's like, well, you can argue we've taken those steps. So I think we have to be aware of what we're opening ourselves up to in either vote. And from my perspective, that's why we're pushing the Jesus for president thing, because it's like, no matter who you're voting for in this election, it's not good. Now you might feel like, one's better than the other for one reason or another. And I think that's why I think like people have valid points. And so, but like, man, like it, neither one is good mm-hmm. um, for in terms of like when we're looking at what either one can lead to. And so um, I just think that's, that's why we're like, we've got to focus. If we call ourselves followers of Jesus, we need some kind of refocusing there. Maybe I wonder if it would be, you know, we talk about uh, the capital C church versus the, you know, lowercase C church, our church versus the big church. I wonder if it would be, would you agree with the idea of um, lowercase G good and uppercase G good? <laughs> you know, like, so it's Could not be. good uppercase G, meaning like in the way that when God looked over creation, he said, this is good. Yeah. But I still, it's kind of one of those tricky, and maybe it's a semantics thing, but it's kind of like, well, you say neither is good. But if one is less bad, isn't that technically lower G good? <laughs> I would no, no, no. I agree with that for sure, and I just think that people's perspective. I think there's validity on both sides of of who carries the larger lowercase G good. Like, so like if I'm coming from a um, Republican perspective and I look at the Democrats, I would say from a Christian, I should mm-hmm. say a Christian like Republican perspective, I would say, hey. To my liberal friends, or people are going to vote Democrat, um, you should be frightened by where we're headed with abortion. Like, if you actually care about life at all, mm-hmm. like, if you're not frightened by where the Democrats, like, party stance is as a party around abortion, then, man, you've you've gotten discipled way too far by the, the political side. Um, and And I think, like, and even I would say the same thing with religious liberty. Like, like you should be real scared where that, that party's headed from a Christian standpoint. And turning the other way, I would say, hey, like, care for the poor, um, uh, immigrants, and in particular, general culture of how we treat people and interact with people, um, racial conversations. Like, how can you not see, like, the history here and the problems here? from a Christian standpoint and where it's headed. So, so I see where both can like really look at the other side and be like, do you know that's evil? Right. Mm. And it's really evil. And, and I can, I can totally get on board with that. It's just, I'm not so sure if I'm taking a step back. I, I, for me right now, like I'm like, 
I don't know which one carries a less bad label. Mm-hmm. Like when, when I'm looking at policies. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're talking culture of like leader to leader, um, for me personally, I just think President Trump is like culturally really bad for everybody because of his anger and the way he talks about people and demeaning and all that. It's like so anti-Christ. Like it truly is. Mm -hmm. Um, So from that just cultural standpoint, but when you kind of get below that and what impacts people, I don't know. There's just some, for me personally, when I'm looking at policies, it's like, it's from a Christian standpoint, I'm like, man, like this is a weird spot to be in. Mm -hmm. I feel like, Mm -hmm. and where it could head either way. Yeah, for sure. Cool. Well, um, I've rec- I'm basically just recusing myself, <laughs> recusing myself of, of comment on this one. Um, but uh, we are going to keep talking about it, so I'm sure we'll continue to have good, um, good conversation and get some more perspectives of some other folks um, as well. And um, uh, sorry, I have to cut this out. <laughs> Lost my train of thought. And yeah, just thanks to everyone for joining us um, for this and for every episode. Um, If you have questions, comments, or concerns, again, you can shoot them over to Stay Curious at hillcityrva.com. There are a couple of backlogged emails of like requests for um, episode topics from from the world gone by. Um, And we are going to get to those, I promise. So if you send in an email and you're like, where's my topic? Uh, A lot's going on, but we will get to your thing. Um, if you could rate and review us, that would be amazing. Um, you also now can listen to us on your echo dot or I don't know. I like, don't want to say Alexa out loud cause then the, the Alexa will <laughs> respond if they're listening. Um, but we are now like officially on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, and you can tell Alexa to play us as well. Um, so do that rate and review, um, share the episode and, uh, remember until next time to stay. Here.